Nor podcast save Wednesday, January 31st, 2023. Today we're going to go over college basketball, NBA, NHL, soccer, and then we'll do the latest NFL mock draft, the news and notes, and best bet. We'll start with college basketball. We have to, like, rapid fire, guys. Um, we will go over the results from yesterday and look ahead to tonight. Um, South Carolina upsets number five, Tennessee, 63-59. Georgia Tech upsets number three, North Carolina, 74-73. Number nine, Marquette beats Philadelphia, 85-80. Number 14, Illinois beats Ohio State, 87-75. Number 25, TC beats number 15, Texas Tech, 85-78. Number 21, Dayton beats George Washington, 83-61. BC beats Syracuse, 80-75. Indiana beats Iowa, 74-68. C. Bonaventure beats VCU, 67-62. Central Michigan beats Georgia, Illinois, 84-77 in double overtime. Ohio beats Buffalo, 91-70. Bowling Green beats Ball State, 81-72. Akron beats Eastern Michigan, 77-46. Miami of Ohio beats Kent State, 71-67. Toledo beats Western Michigan, 88-63. Number 23, Oklahoma beats Kansas State, 73-53. Illinois State beats Murray State, 61-59. Loyal Chicago beats St. Louis, 77-62. Ole Miss beats Mississippi State, 86-82. Best bet wins. Windowood beats Southeast Missouri, 58-54. Number 8, Kansas beats Oklahoma State, 83-54. Number 17, Utah State beats San Jose State, 82-61. Clemson beats Louisville, 70-64. NC State beats Miami, 74-68. Michigan State beats Michigan, 81-62. DePaul beats Seton Hall. I'm sorry, I read that wrong. Seton Hall beats DePaul, 72-39. Colorado State beats San Diego State, 79-71. Wyoming beats Air Force, 83-72. UNLV beats Fresno State, 78-69. And Gonzaga beats Loyola Merriman, 92-58. We're going to try to get through this pretty quickly. Um... 6 o'clock, Greensboro, me and mine. My line is Greensboro, 10.6, total 147 and 920ths. And it is 16F and 147F. Um, I like VMI getting the points. 630, Big Ten, North Western, number 2, Purdue. My line is Purdue, 8.1, total 148 and 320ths. And it is 12.5 and 142.5. Um, I like the over. Number 24, Alabama, Georgia on the SEC network. My line is Bama, 0.3, total 157 and 9 tenths, and it's 6.5 and 164.5. Um, that's a good one in terms of where I may go. And I like the under. Next up, um, Fox Sports 1, St. John Xavier. My line is St. John's point three total 47 and 17.20. And Xavier's favorite right one half total 155 and half. I like the under. 7 o'clock, number 18, Baylor and UCF. My line is Baylor by 2, total 145 and 19.20. And it is 3.5 and 138.5. And I'm over. Notre Dame, Virginia, ESPN 2, my line is Virginia 14.3, total 125 and 9.20, and it is 12.5 and 115.5. And I like the over. Wake Pitt, ACC Network, my line is Pitt 1, a quarter, total 146 and 4 fifths. And it is 
one and a half and one forty two and a half. Um, I like the over. Cincy West Virginia my line is Cincy point three to one forty two and eleven twentieths. And it is five and a half and one forty four and a half. I'll take West Virginia to cover. Um. Wichita State Tulsa. Um, hmm. My line is Tulsa four and three quarters. I do not have a total for this one, so I apologize for that. Um, one half and one fifty one half. I'm gonna lay one half with uh, Tulsa Wichita. Not very good. Um, USF ECU. My line is ECU by three quarters and. It is two and a half and one thirty nine and a half. I'll take the over, but I don't feel good about it. Next up is USC Upstate and Presbyterian. My line is Presbyterian two point three to one forty five and a half. And it is one half and one forty two and a half um over. Asheville Gardner Webb, my line is Asheville four fifths to one fifty and a fifth. And it is Gardner Webb by two and a half total one forty nine and a half. Um, I'm taking Asheville plus the point plus one twelve. Charleston Southern Radford, my line is Radford ten point seven total forty two and three fifths. And it is Um, hmm. I do not see this game on the board. That's weird. Um, Army Colgate. My line is Colgate 15 and a half to 130 and a fifth. At 13F and 129F, um, I'm going to lay to 13F with Colgate. Navy Lehigh, well, it's Lehigh by 4, so on 40 and 11, 20th, and it is 4F and 115F, or 140F. Oh my god, is that close? Slightly Navy. Chicago State to Cane, my line is to Cane. 18 and an eighth to 137 and 11.20. It's ended. It's 11 and a half and 132 and a half. Um, I'm going to lay the points with Decane. American Lafayette. My line is Lafayette by three tenths to 135 and three tenths. And it's one half and 129 and a half. Um, I like the over. LaSalle, Rhode Island. My line is Rhode Island 1.7, so I'm free 8 in the 20th, and it is 3.5 and, and one free 8.5. Slightly in LaSalle. Richmond, Fordham. My line is Richmond by 2, so I'm 42 and 3 quarters. And it's another one I can't find. Richmond two and a half total, one thirty seven half. I like the over. 
George Mason, St. Joe's, Mount St. Joe's, 2.7, sold on 43 and 1120. And it is four and a half and 143 and a half. Um, slightly in George Mason. Loyola, Maryland, Bucknell. My line is Bucknell 6.2, total 137.5. And it's 7.5 and 134.5. I like the over. ETSU, Mercer. My line is Mercer 2 and 3 quarters, so I'm 41 and 2 fifths. And we have 1.5 and 137.5, over. It all. My line is Furman 3.9, so 147 and 1920. It's and it is 7F and 147F. I'm taking Citadel to cover. Chattanooga, Western Carolina. My line is Western 5.3, so 145 and 1920. It's and it is. Four and a half and one forty-five and a half. Very close, but slightly in western. Lipscomb, North Florida. My line is Lipscomb point one point two, so on fifty-two and four fifths. And it is one half and one fifty seven half. Um, I like the under. Austin P. Jacksonville. My line is Jacksonville four fifths on forty three and eleven twentieths. And it's Austin P. Two and a half total one thirty nine and a half. Um, I'm gonna take the over. Seven thirty Indiana State Belmont. My line is Indiana State five point four total one fifty seven eleven twentieths. It's nine and a half and one sixty two and a half um under. Wofford, Sanford, my line is Sanford nine point seven, total one fifty seven and four fifths, and it's eleven and a half and one fifty nine and a half um Oh, that's a hard one. I'm going to take a slightly in the Wofford. 8 o'clock, ESPN, Florida, number 10, Kentucky. Mine's Kentucky, 6.4, 263 and a half. It's 5.5 at 171.5. Ooh, that's a high total. I like the under. Rice, Memphis. My line is Memphis, 11.7, so 152 and 4 fifths, and it's 14.5 at 154.5. I'm going to take Rice to cover. Missouri State and Southern Illinois. My line is Southern two and three quarters, so on three eight and nineteen twentieths, and a six and a half and one thirty five and a half. I'm going to take Missouri State to cover. UIC Evansville. My line is Evansville eight and three quarters, so on forty one nine tenths, and it's one and a half and one forty one half. I'll lay with Evansville. The Alpo Drake, my line is Drake 20 and 3 quarters, so 143 and a 20th. And it's 20 and a half and 144 and a half. Slight under. 
Northern Iowa, Bradley, CBS Sports Network, but it's Bradley 4.5 to 145. And 6.5 to 138.5, I like the over. UL Monroe, Louisiana, my line is Louisiana 10.2, total 143 and 9 tenths. And it's 11.5 and 144.5. Slightly in UL Monroe. Incarnate Word. AM Commerce, my line is Commerce 4 and 3 quarters, 146 and 9 twentieths. It's 4 and a half and 139 and a half. I like the over. 830 Fox Sports on Providence, number one, UConn, my line is UConn 8.7, 143 and a 20 or a quarter. 12 and a half, 139 and a half. Um, I'm going to do Providence, the cover. Big Ten or Penn State Rutgers. I have Rutgers 5.4, so 138 and 13 20ths. And it's 6.5 and 143.5. I like the under. SEC North Arkansas, Missouri. My lens, Arkansas 1.3, total 49 and 3 fifths. And it's Missouri by 5.5, total 143.5. I'll take Arkansas plus the points and plus 184 outright. They're due. Southern Miss and Arkansas State. My line is Southern Miss 2.8, total in 50 and 11 twentieths. And it's Arkansas State by 4.5, total in 15.5. I'm taking Southern Miss plus the points and plus 172 outright. Nine o'clock ESPN 2, Vandy number 16, Auburn. My line is Auburn 15.1, total in 43 and 9 twentieths. And it's 18.5 and 143 and a half. I'll take Vandy to cover. ESPNU UAB North Texas. My line's North Texas one a quarter, so on 39, 11, 20. It's at six and a half and one thirty two and a half. Over. Ten thirty Fox Sports one. Boise State number nineteen New Mexico minus New Mexico six point one total forty five and nine tenths. And it's eleven and a half and one fifty one and a half. Ooh, I really like Boise to cover here. That's a really high line. At ESPNU, at 11 o'clock, Santa Clara, St. Mary's, St. Mary's, 6.3, and 2 fits, and it's 13.5 and 139.5. I'll take Santa Clara to cover the spread there. Okay, now I'll move on to the NBA. Um, took a little longer than I wanted to. Um, we'll go over the results and look ahead to tonight's games. Um... Hawks over the Lakers, 138-122. Celtics over the Pacers, 139-134. Knicks over the Jazz, 118-103. Raptors over the Bulls, 118-107. Warriors over the Sixers, 119-107. Okay. Now, tonight. Pretty big window. 7 o'clock, Bulls, Hornets. My line is Bulls, 1-3 quarters, 1226 and 320 and we have, let's see, Bulls to an up total to 17 and a half, um, over. That's a low total. Pistons, Cavs, my list, Cavs 21 and a quarter, so it's 229 and a fifth. It's 12 and a half and 228 and a half. I'll lay it. Clippers, Wiz, my line is Clippers 11 and a quarter, so it's 234 and 9 twentieths. It's 12 and 236 and a half, um, 
under. 730 king seat. My line is the heat by half total 229. And it's 1 and 229 and a half. Oof. Gunpoint slight over. 8 o'clock Pelicans Rockets. My line is the Pelicans 2 and 3 quarters. So it's 227 and 1920s. And it's 2 and a half and 230 and a half. Under. Mavs T Wolves. My line is T Wolves 22 and a quarter. So it's 28 and 9 tenths. And it's 14 and 224. I'm laying it with Minnesota. Magic Spurs. My line is the Magic seven and a quarter, so two twenty eight and three fifths. And it's four and a half and two twenty eight. I'm laying the four and a half with the Magic Nuggets Thunder. My line is the Nuggets one three quarters, so two twenty nine and four fifths. And it's Thunder one and a half till two twenty nine. I have no idea what this line is going to be because SGA might not play, Jokic might not play. But for right now, I'll take Denver and the points and even money outright. No Jalen Williams is a big deal. 8.30, ABC, Suns, Nets, the return of Kevin Durant in Brooklyn. We expect massive boos. My line is Phoenix, five and a quarter, so 229 and three quarters. And it's three and a half and two, three, two and a half. Um, I like the under. And last but not least, 10 o'clock ESPN, Bucks Blazers, the return of Dame Lillard in Portland. My line is the Bucks by 13, so 234.5, and it's 9.5 to 236.5. I'm going to lay to 9.5 on the road with the Milwaukee Bucks. Okay, now move on to hockey. We will go over the results from yesterday. Look ahead to today's couple games right before the All Star break. Jackets over to Blues 1 0, Sharks over to Kraken 2 0. Three games tonight. 7 o'clock, you have the Sens at the Red Wings. Um, Red Wings minus 126, Sens plus 105, over under 6.5, over is minus 144, under is plus 118. Sens plus 1.5 is minus 225, Red Wings minus 1.5 is plus 184. I'm going to go Red Wings regulation plus 120. 7.30, TNT, Kings Pride's a really good game. Kings minus 115, Preds minus 104, over under 6.5, over plus 114, under minus 140. Kings minus 1.5 is plus 2.2, Preds plus 1.5 is minus 250. I'm going to go back to the well with the Predators here at minus 104. And 10.30, Sharks, Ducks. Ducks minus 184, Sharks plus 152, over under 6.5, over plus 110, under minus 134. Sharks plus 1.5 is minus 162, Ducks minus 1.5 is plus 134. I like the over at plus 110. Now we'll go over the soccer results. From yesterday and look ahead to today's notable games. We'll start in the Premier League. Arsenal over Nottingham Forest 2-1. Fulham Everton 0-0 no draw. Luton over Brighton 4-0. Crystal Palace over Sheffield United 3-2. Newcastle over Austin Villa 3-1. Three games today. 2-30. I have Man City and Burnley. Oh my god. Man City's on fire. Five straight wins. Or more than that. They probably have won more than five straight um, knowing them and the um, ability to just rip off wins. Um, so, I would guess Man City's like a minus 450, minus 500 favorite. Oh, minus 1050. Wow. 
Burn at least 23 to 1. The draw is 10 to 1. I'm going over 3.5 goals, minus 110. Also, 230 Tottenham Brentford. Tottenham minus 160. Brentford plus 80. Draw plus 340. Tottenham is better than Brentford. Um, doing the same pick, over 3.5 goals, plus 124. And then 315 Liverpool, Chelsea. That's a big one. Um, Chelsea's probably a big dog. Yeah, they're plus 420. Liverpool's minus 180. Draws plus 360. Liverpool should win. Full disclosure. But I would not be shocked if this is close. I'm going over three and a half goals again at plus 118. The Asian Cup. Um, Uzbekistan over Thailand 2-1. Saudi Arabia, South Korea 1-1 draw. And South Korea advances 4-2 on penalties. All right, coming up this morning, you have Bahrain and Japan. Japan's going to be a big favorite. You would think, um, yes, minus six hundred. Bahrain is twelve to one. The draw is five to one. I'm going under two and a half goals at plus one sixteen, and then coming up at eleven, Iran and Syria. Iran's been on fire. Then minus three seventy. Syria send the one. The draws plus three eighty. Like over two and a half goals at minus one oh six. The and the. Round of 16 for Asian Cup. Africa Cup of Nations. Um, Mali over Burkina Faso, 2-1. South Africa over Morocco, 2-0. Quarterfinals begin Friday. We'll do that on the Friday show. ELC, um, Coventry, Bristol City, 2-2 draw. And Leicester over Swansea, 3-1. And then today, 2-45, you have Sheffield Wednesday and... Watford, um, Sheffield Wednesday plus one seventy. Watford plus one sixty five. The draws plus two twenty. Um, Watford's better than Sheffield. I'm gonna take them at plus one sixty five as a slight favorite on the road. UEFA Women's Championship League on um, BK Hackett over Real Madrid one 0 Chelsea over Paris FC four 0 Bayern PSG two two draw. Ajax over Roma two one. Right, it's today, 12.45, you have SK Braun and St. Poulton. Um, pull up these odds for you. Um, Braun is minus 390, Poulton plus 850, the draw is plus 450. Right by plus 430, I like over 3.5 goals at plus 112. Mayon and via Pragu, it's locked right now, but if it unlocks, we'll get to it. Um. Three o'clock Eintracht and Rosengard. Um Frankfurt's minus four sixty, Rosengard is eight to one, the draws five to one. I'm going over three and a half goals at minus one oh two. Um Benficia and Barcelona. Barcelona minus three thousand. Benficia sixty five to one, the draws thirteen to one. I'm going under three and a half goals at plus one oh six. As that ends group stage. In that. The FBV Polko. We have um St. Pauli and Fortuna Dusseldorf. Two to draw with Dusseldorf advances four three on penalties. Two forty five today you have Hertha and Kaiser Lorden. Um 
Hertha Berlin minus one five. Kaiser Lorden plus two sixty. The draws plus two sixty. I'm gonna go with Hertha. I don't feel good about it at minus one oh five. Uh, so, at the time of this recording, Cruz's old Tijuana 1 0 and Mazelton Leon 2 2 draws and Liga MX. Um, we have two games tonight um, Pachuca and Atlas. And I mean, tonight for the listeners when they listen to us. Um, Pachuca is minus 115. Odd is plus 290. The draw is plus 250. I like Pachuca minus 115 at home. And at 10 o'clock, he's Unam and Nacoxa. Unam minus 150. Nacoxa 4-1. to one. The draw is plus 480. Or plus 280. My bad. I'm going to go under two def goals at minus 110. I'm just going to quickly check to see if other leagues have games. Yes. Today, we have La Liga 1 o'clock. Barcelona and Osasuna. Um, Barcelona minus 330, Osasuna 7 to 1, the draws plus 430. I like over 3.5 goals at plus 158. And 3 o'clock on ESPN, the Atletico and Rayo. Atletico minus 320, Rayo plus 550, the draws plus 340. I'm going to go over 2.5 goals at minus 112. Um... We have a Scottish Premiership results from today. Aberdeen, Dundee, 1-1 draw. Livingston, Ross County, 2-2 draw. I don't think we uh, touched on those on yesterday's podcast. So I apologize about that, guys. Oops. Um, So, yeah, we're set pretty much for soccer. Now I'm going to do my latest NFL mock draft. Um... We did this two weeks ago. This is going to be my second mock draft. I'm going to do them once a week until it gets closed. So then I might do it twice a week. And then obviously draft week, I do it every day leading up to the draft. So without further ado, here we go for my second mock draft. Number one, Chicago Bears from the Carolina Panthers. Caleb Williams, USC. Um... The Bears' decision on what to do with the first overall pick will be um, among the biggest stories of the offseason. Either way, Williams will go first, whether it's the Bears or somebody else. He did not have his best season last year, but his playmaking ability is what makes him special. Two, the Washington Commanders. Jaden Daniels, quarterback LSU. For the second mock, the Commanders offered Daniels over Drake May. He was perhaps the most electric quarterback in the country with his speed and his flashy stats in what was a Heisman Trophy campaign. Three, the New England Patriots. Drake May, quarterback, North Carolina. This time, the Patriots make the pick they should make and taking a possible franchise quarterback in May. There are some people in the media that feel that May could go first over Williams due to his arm strength, size, and mobility. For the Arizona Cardinals, Marvin Harrison Jr., wide receiver, Ohio State. The Cardinals are doing cartwheels here, landing perhaps the best wideout prospect since Calvin Johnson. Harrison Jr. is a nightmare for defenses due to his size and athleticism. Number five, the Los Angeles Chargers. Brock Bowers, tight end, Georgia. With Jim Harbaugh now in the fold, 
he may want to go with offensive line. But Bowers, you would say, is too tempting, right? Um, He'd make the Chargers offense already. Um, That's good, even better. And is a much-needed security blanket for Justin Herbert considering how injury-prone their skill positions are. Or skill position players, I should say. Um, Six, the New York Giants. Malik Neighbors, wide receiver, LSU. The Giants have not ruled out a quarterback here, but if it's not a quarterback, the move should be a playmaker or an offensive lineman. Neighbors is known for his ability to make big plays with a lot of yardage, and that is something the Giants could use offensively. Seven, the Tennessee Titans. Joe Wall, offensive tackle, Notre Dame. The Titans look like a team that's heading for a major rebuild with the team getting rid of Mike Vrabel, along with some players that are part of Vrabel's success. Um, Wall is super consistent, and, he, and Peter Skoronsky will be blocking for whoever is at quarterback for a while. Eight, the Atlanta Falcons. Dallas Turner, edge rush, Alabama. You would think the Falcons would want a veteran quarterback, so the move should be focused on defense. Turner has great speed and athleticism, and he could also stop the run. Nine, the Chicago Bears. Jared Verse, edge rush, Florida State. The Bears should consider wide receiver here to go with Fields or Caleb Williams, but they can also use someone opposite Montez Sweat on their pass rush. Verse is a a plug-and-play guy, super athletic, focused, and explosive. Ten, the New York Jets. Ole Fashanu, offensive tackle, Penn State. The Jets badly need protection for Aaron Rodgers as he returns from the Achilles injury. Fashanu here would say a lot about their faith in Mekhi Becton, but he is an upgrade over Becton. 11, the Minnesota Vikings. Leatu Latu, edge rusher, UCLA. The Vikings can be played for a quarterback if Kirk Cousins leaves its a free agent, but Latu makes sense here with their defense, needing pass rushers. Latu's fast, but his... Attacking abilities make him stand out. 12, the Denver Broncos. Terion Arnold, cornerback, Alabama. The Broncos may be another team that could be played for a quarterback, but their defense has several holes. Arnold is not known for discipline, but he has excellent ball production and is super athletic. 13, the Las Vegas Raiders. J.J. McCarthy, quarterback, Michigan. No quarterback stock has risen from the fall until now more than McCarthy's. He really hasn't made many bad decisions, and he's become an accurate passer. And then he gets reunited in the same division with his coach. So they'd be against each other. That's pretty funny. Um, 14, the New Orleans Saints. Talise Fuaga, offensive tackle, Oregon State. The Saints are in an interesting position come the draft. Fuaga is a super strong player, and he's perfect. Um, on an offensive line for a team that can use more protection to help Derek Carr. 15. Indianapolis Colts. Romay Odunze, wide receiver, Washington. The Colts have more holes on the defensive side of the ball, but the team could also use a main receiver for Anthony Richardson. Odunze is someone with the speed and size and has ability to play through contact. That would be a steal of a pick, by the way. 16. The Seattle Seahawks. Byron Murphy, the second defensive tackle, Texas. The Seahawks' pass rush has been their biggest weakness for years now. Murphy is a fast riser in this draft, and he would come in and help the team stop the run. 17, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Keon Coleman, wide receiver, Florida State. The Jaguars have major needs in other areas, but they take the sexy pick here with Coleman. He provides elite size and frame, and 
he has the ability to make adjustments. 18, the Cincinnati Bengals. J.C. Latham, offensive tackle, Alabama. The Bengals need to protect Joe Burrow at all costs when he returns from injury, and Latham here makes sense. Latham is a versatile offensive lineman and is one of the stronger players in the draft. 19, Los Angeles Rams. Cooper Dijuan, cornerback, Iowa. The Rams' secondary was exposed throughout the season, so they go with Dijuan here. He's super athletic and has rare mass and frame destiny for a cornerback. 20, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Amarius Mims, offensive tackle, Georgia. The Steelers go with the Georgia offensive tackle for a second year in a row, and it's a unit, their offensive line, that needs some stability and youth. Um, Mims has a massive frame um, with length and excels in pass protection. 21, the Miami Dolphins. Um, Troy Fatano, interior offensive line, Washington. The Dolphins are a super top-heavy team with guys that are injury-prone. Fatano here makes a lot of sense with his versatility and with a lot of their current offensive linemen, whether they're injured or getting old. I think I skipped the Rams at 19. Uh, Cooper DeJuan, cornerback, Iowa. Um, the Rams secondary was a unit that was exposed throughout the year and in the playoffs against the Lions. Um He's super athletic and has rare mass and frame. So in case we didn't do that, um, I apologize if we did do that one already. But I, for some reason, thought I skipped it. 22, the Philadelphia Eagles. Kamari Lassiter, cornerback, Georgia. The Eagles' defense was badly exposed in their late-season collapse, and their secondary in particular. Lassiter is someone that is not super flashy, but has the length to play well in coverage. 23, to Houston Texans from the Cleveland Browns. Jerzon Newton, defensive line, Illinois. The Texans are doing backflips with C.J. Stroud, but they need more around him and the other side of the ball to get to the next level. Newton has good size and technique and has alignment versatility. 24, the Dallas Cowboys. Jordan Morgan, offensive tackle, Arizona. This pick would make sense for the Cowboys with Tyron Smith getting up there in age. It never hurts to go offensive line, and Morgan makes sense here with his versatility. He's well-balanced, and he's super physical in all aspects. 25, the Green Bay Packers. Kool-Aid McKinstry, cornerback, Alabama. With Jalen Alexander's future with the Packers in doubt, the team takes a corner. McKinstry has the length and physicality that teams like. Um, 26, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Brian Thomas, Jr., wide receiver, LSU. Assuming Baker Mayfield is back, this pick makes a lot of sense for the Bucs. With Mike Evans' future with the team in doubt, they would have a need at the position as Thomas has the length and elusiveness to succeed. 27, the Arizona Cardinals from the Houston Texans. Graham Barton, interior offensive line, Duke. Coming out of the first round with a wideout and an offensive lineman is a win for the Cards. Barton has good football IQ and good hand placement, but doesn't consistently dominate. 28, the Buffalo Bills. Tyler Guyton, offensive tackle, Oklahoma. The Bills are a team that doesn't have many names, but going with the line makes sense. Um, Guyton is someone that is a work in progress, but he has great physical traits and is effective when asked to pull. 29, the Detroit Lions. Nate Wiggins, cornerback, Clemson. Wiggins dropping all the way down here would be a steal for the Lions, who are desperate for help in their secondary. 
Wiggins has excellent length and is very patient in pass coverage. 30 to Baltimore Ravens. Chris Braswell, edge, Alabama. The Ravens are another team that doesn't have the obvious need. Pass rush is necessary with some of their pass rushers getting older. And Braswell is someone who is aggressive and has good length. 31, the Kansas City Chiefs. Odone Mitchell, wide receiver, Texas. The Chiefs' need for good wide receivers is the most obvious need between the two teams left standing. Mitchell is someone that is super explosive with his speed and his ability to get down the field, but does not provide breakaway speed. And 32, the San Francisco 49ers, Kingsley Swamatia, offensive tackle BYU. The Niners are a team that is great in a lot of areas to the point where they don't have an obvious need. So Matea has the footwork technique and has the length to be impactful. So there you have it for the mock draft. And now I'm going to do the news and notes for today. Um, so um, Joel Embiid finally came back last night against the Warriors. Um, a ton of big upsets last night as we talked about earlier in the show. How about this? The Orioles to be sold for $1.7 billion. That's the Angelos family moving on from the team after three decades of ownership. I wonder who's taking that franchise over. That is a big deal. And the Angeloses don't have good um, reputations. So um, we're going to see who uh, takes over there. Um, the Cubs are likely keeping Cody Bellinger as he's expected to return to the Cubs. So that's good news for them. How about this? Art Rooney took a shot at his quarterbacks. He didn't mince words about Pickett and Trubisky's play this season. Yikes. He says, I think the biggest thing we need is quality play at the quarterback position. Ooh. I mean, you could even argue Mason Rudolph in the uh, playoff game as well. Um, Eminem had a viral... Um, posts about the Lions as he uh, was excited about uh, Ben Johnson staying with the Lions after getting some looks at, at coaching jobs. And then Josh Reynolds' uh, quote on his drops, he goes, shit happens. That's right. And really... Um, Interesting news here. Um, Tom Brady is replacing Greg Olson on Fox as he confirms he'll be Network's lead NFL game analyst in 2024. You knew this was going to happen. It was bound to happen. All they want is big stars everywhere. They want a rival Romo in Aikman. And Greg Olson did one hell of a job. He got better at the analyst position as... Um, the last couple seasons went on. He is arguably a better analyst than Tony Romo right now. And it's just unfortunate that he has to get demoted because somebody with a big name and a great reputation is going to come in and replace him, who everybody knows. And I really think that Greg Olson made a name for himself in broadcasting over the past couple years. So... I feel bad for Greg Olson. Hopefully, he goes to Amazon or somewhere else because 
Kirk Herbstreet's a good analyst. I think he gets too much shit for uh, having that. Uh, he's a college guy analyst. Uh, he's a college analyst type of reputation. But I don't think that Kirk Herbstreet was terrible with um, Al Michaels. But Olsen with Al Michaels, I think, would be great on Amazon. And then Kirk Herbstreet could just um, um, do his college stuff and call some NFL games for ESPN and ABC on the B team if necessary, like he used to. Um. A Pro Bowl replacement has been announced. Colts quarterback Gardner Minshew. That's ridiculous. He cost him the freaking playoff game against uh, the, t- or the, the game for the AFC South against the Texans. And he might have been a product of Shane Steichen, who I thought was a great coach this past year. It looks like um, their jerseys for the Super Bowl. Um have been announced. The 49ers are wearing white and the Chiefs wearing red. And the teams with the white jerseys have been hot the last couple Super Bowls. Um, so the Hawks fans were chanting something about uh, D'Angelo Russell because he's obviously in trade rumors with DeJounte Murray. And those Hawks fans don't like him. Russell. Terry Rogier shades the Hornets DNA as he talks about the difference between losing in Miami and Charlotte. Um, Steelers hire former Falcons head coach Arthur Smith for offensive coordinator. I actually like this hire. He's better than Matt Canada. I think he's better suited as an offensive coordinator. And I think he'll do well there. We're good for Tomlin. Um, the NFL is investigating um, Kayshawn Booty, who was arrested last week on charges related to illegal underage gambling while at LSU. Yikes. And the Texans are keeping both offensive coordinator Bobby Slowick and quarterback coach Gerard Johnson after they were interviewing for head coach and offensive coordinator positions, respectively. And Johnson got a nice raise. I'm sure Slowick did, too. So um, good for uh, C.J. Stroud and the Texans there. Um. Giants general manager Joe Shane evaluating draft quarterbacks as he's not ruling out picking a quarterback with six. He says, we're going to look at every position. Guess what? That's the right thing to say, especially when the quarterback, you didn't draft, but you, let's be honest, probably were forced to pay um, to not play up to that contract when he played this year. And he's always hurt. Um. So... Caleb Downs talked about his choice to go to Ohio State. He was upset when Saban retired, and he wants to beat Michigan. Of course he wants to beat Michigan. Everybody does. Um, Florida State is targeting former ACC Commissioner John Swafford of costing member schools millions in lawsuit. Yikes. New NBA salary cap projection expected to be $141 million. Hmm. I don't even know what it is now, but that might hurt some teams. The NBA Rising Stars have been announced. 
Um, a lot of big names in there. Um, sophomores, Paula Manchero, Dyson Daniels, Jalen Duran, Jaden Ivey, Walker Kessler, Benedict Bethurin, Gigi Murray, Shannon Sharp, Jabari Smith Jr., Jalen Williams. Rookies. Bilal Kalabali, Keontae George, Jordan Hawkins, Scoot Henderson, Chet Holmgren, Hame Hawkes Jr., Derek Lively, Brandon Miller, Braden Pudzimski, Kaysen Wallace, Victor Wembanyama. And in the G League, Aizan Almanasa, Matas Luzelis, Ron Holland, Mac McClung, Tyler Smith, Oscar Shibway, and Alandez Williams. And Shibway's a two-way player. Um, Rangers shortstop Corey Seager had um, hernia surgery. As he's hopeful, he'll be ready for opening day. How about this? Um, Stephen Curry and Sabrina Ionescu will be challenging against one another during All-Star Saturday. That is awesome. Tennessee is under investigation as they are investigating them for NIL violations in multiple sports. That's not great. For that school. Um, Vlad Guerrero Jr. gets the cover of the show. That is not surprising. And what was cool is that his father got it 18 years ago. A lot of teams are interested in Noah Syndergaard. Among them is the New York Yankees. Who will be attending um, his bullpen session among 15 other teams or among 15 teams so uh we'll keep an eye on that I'm not a big Syndergaard fan I just think that um he was a disappointment with the Mets and really wasn't super impactful anywhere else he's been all right so there you have it for news and notes last but not least my best bet of the day brought to you by FanDuel um there's a college game that stood out to me it's a team that's clearly better than the other, and they should be a road favorite. Instead, they're a road underdog. I'm going to lay a quarter unit on it, and the game's in the Sun Belt, and it's Southern Miss. I'm going to take them plus the four and a half. I don't know why people like Arkansas State. So I'm going to take lay a quarter unit, Southern Miss plus four and a half, at Arkansas State for my best bet of the day. That's it for the show. I'll be back tomorrow recapping everything. and look at the everything tomorrow as well. And then we'll have golf to do as well. Hope you guys have a great day, everyone.